The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. Welcome to Burger Yippee. Would you like a hot apple pie today? Yes, yes, yeah, I won. Woohoo! So that's a yes on the apple pie? I just went big time playing high five casino on my phone. Real cash prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. Yeah. So yes or no on the apple pie? Woo! I won again. I'll take that as a yes. Drive around. Have you had your high five moment today? Only at highfivecasino.com. High five casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High five casino. I'm going out with the girls this weekend. Nails, done. Outfit, stunner. And my skin? I know it's going to be glowing because I glammed up my shower routine with new Olay Indulgent Moisture Body Wash. It smells so luxurious and deeply moisturizes with its super rich, creamy lather that's bursting with vitamin B3 complex. So my skin glows and my confidence grows. Try new Olay Indulgent Moisture Body Wash for glowing skin in just 14 days. What if AI could help your business deliver mission-critical outcomes with speed? With IBM Consulting, your business can design, build, and scale trusted AI using Watson X and modernize the way you work to accelerate real impact. Let's create AI that transforms your business. Learn more at ibm.com consulting. IBM. Let's create. Baseball fans, BetMGM is giving you the chance to win a prize every day during the baseball season. Step into the batter's box for BetMGM's Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. Pick an area of the strike zone and take your best swing. If you get a single, double, triple, or home run, you'll receive a prize. Smash a home run to collect a bonus bet on us. Just log into your BetMGM sports account to get started. Then visit your promotions section to access the Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. There's nothing more exciting than going yard with the king of sportsbooks. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. Must be 21 plus and present in Ohio. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards vary depending on market and expire 24 hours from issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Welcome back to It Could Happen Here, the show that is only introduced competently when either someone besides me is the one hosting the episode uh, or when I have a guest that uh, I feel embarrassed about being incompetent in front of. And and this is this is the latter case, because today I'm talking with uh, my friend and uh, admired colleague, Molly Conjure. Molly, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. I got to do that like a professional. Welcome to the show. That's like an NPR shit, right? I know. People have been saying on the Twitch stream that I have a very soothing NPR style voice. You do. You would be great. <laughs> I would love to hear you uh, talking in NPR about how it's it's rad that those those people broke the windows on those police cars or whatever. No, I, I can't um, be allowed allegedly. in respectable spaces. I can't be allowed there. They let me talk on a panel at Harvard one time and I accidentally said fuck in front of a bunch of people. <laughs> I mean, I assume Harvard students know a fuck word or two. They know that one. Speaking of fuck words, there's a oh, couple yeah. of fuck words who are under trial right now for inciting mass violence that led to human death and suffering. Um, you want to you want to give us the overview? We're, we're talking today about, you know, the Unite the Right rally in Charlottesville in 2017 that led to three deaths. One is the result of direct violence. Heather Heyer, who was murdered murdered by the fascist James Field, currently in prison for forever. Um, forever. Yeah, forever. That, you know, his trial concluded a while ago. Um, but there has been churning through the legal system, a trial against uh, Richard Spencer, Jason Kessler, who was the main organizer, um, Cantwell. There's other... Uh, plaintiffs, right? Oh um, goodness gracious! Yeah, yeah a lot of a lot of fascists <laughs> about you know all of the 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 things that they did. The fact that they clearly the intended this to be a violent uh uh riot assault whatever. Like they they wanted to have it be a fucking lynching essentially. And there's a lot of evidence, including things they said to each other about building armies to murder people. Um, anyway, uh, Molly, you want to take it from here? I think I've introduced the situation. There's a trial yeah. going on. You have been listening to every day of it and covering it on Twitch very ably. 
Um, and so I just kind of wanted to catch up with you. You also wrote an article in Slate with our friend Emily Gorchinsky about um, what's like largely the jury selection of, of the trial. So I, I was wondering if you could just kind of give us an overview of what's happened so far, if your thoughts on it. Um, and yeah, that, that seems that seems good. Yeah. So it, there's just right at the outset, this is a civil trial, right? This is not a criminal yeah. trial. No one's going to the no one's going to jail at the end of this. Some of them the are who's in gal, jail. We call it. Yeah. Oh, what's that? The who's gal. We call it the who's oh. gal on the show. That's the proper the who's, term. Who's yeah. gal. Okay. Yeah. Um, some of them are already in jail. Obviously, like you said, James Fields is serving mm-hmm. 29 life sentences. To, That's a lot federal. of life. <laughs> That's a lot of life. So he was he was charged in, in Virginia state court by the Commonwealth of Virginia. He was convicted yeah. at trial of first degree murder and several counts of um, aggravated malicious wounding. Um, he was so that trial happened in 2018. He actually went to trial for that. Um, but then he pleaded guilty in federal court. So he was charged in two separate courts um, for the same underlying events. And in federal court, he pleaded guilty to 29 federal hate crimes. Um, he pleaded guilty to hate crimes. So there's no yeah. debate about whether these were hate crimes, right? Yeah. Um, and he pleaded guilty to he pleaded guilty to avoid the death penalty because a hate crime murder is a capital crime. So in this lawsuit, right, this this civil lawsuit against Deep Breath, Jason Kessler, Richard Spencer, Christopher Campbell, James Alex Field, Vanguard America, Andrew Anglin, Moonbase Holdings, Robert Asmodor Ray, Nathan D'Amigo, Elliot Klein, uh, Identity Europa, Matthew Parrott, Matthew Heimbach, uh, Traditionalist Worker Party, Michael Hill, Michael Tubbs, League of the South, Jeff Scoop, National Socialist Movement, Nationalist Front, Augustus Sol Invictus, Fraternal Order of the Alt Knights, uh, Mike Pinovich, Loyal White Knights of the KKK, East Coast Knights of the KKK, East Coast Knights of the True Invisible Empire. <laughs> Several of those parties have been dismissed from the suit. Um, that's a lot. It's a lot of bad guys, right? Mm-hmm. Um, several of those parties have been dismissed from the suit. Um, Augustus Invictus defaulted. Um, Pinovich got now, what, dismissed early is, on. Does that mean the fact that he defaulted? Does that mean he was like, yes, <laughs> <laughs> right? He offered no defense. Yeah, is that, um, so that's what that means. Yeah, I mean, he's been dealing with a lot. What with he? And he's his had some problems. He's been in and out of jail, right? He, ad- like he abducted his wife at gunpoint. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, I think he's out of jail now, um, but he's had some personal problems. He's had some he's personal had some problems. Issue. Yeah. So the the underlying claim of the lawsuit is a um, Section 1985 complaint, a conspiracy to deprive people of civil rights. Um, okay. This is fundamentally at its at its core an anti clan statute, right? It was designed yeah. to disrupt clan organizing, um, and that's kind of what it's being used for here, right? This is yeah, not I mean, a the KKK is a party of the to intent. the suit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so the lawsuit was brought by by nine plaintiffs who were harmed, people who got hurt at the rally. Most of the plaintiffs were physically injured in the car attack, although not all of them. Um, but these are people who are seeking damages, right? Like for all all the emotional weight, all the sort of social ramifications, fundamentally this is a case about damages. So the jury is going to say, okay, these people were harmed. Do we believe they were harmed by a conspiracy to commit acts of violence, uh, conspiracy to commit racially motivated acts of violence, yeah. right? So all of those elements have to be proved. <laughs> Did there the was KKK cons- there was- guys want to do racial violence when they assaulted right, like, people? Yeah. <laughs> was there a conspiracy? Yeah. Was it motivated by racial animus and were overt acts of violence committed? And did those acts of violence harm these people in a way that entitles them to damages? That's mm-hmm. all the jury has to decide, right? Should be an open uh, shut case. <laughs> not a, not a law knower, so. but it does um, seem like kind of an open and shut case. It does, right? So it, I guess if, if there are people out there who are not familiar with the events of that day, Mm-hmm. A lot of alt-right groups, you know, overt neo-Nazi organizations, the literal Klan, the literal American Nazi Party, like neo-Confederate secessionists. Yeah, David groups. Duke was there. <laughs> David Duke was there. David Duke, who Elliot Klein described as an ideological grandfather when he was asking other organizers if yeah. he can invite him. Um, these guys came together. They came to Charlottesville. They brawled in the streets. They beat people. They hit them with shields. Um, a literal clan wizard fired his gun at a black man while screaming, die, N-word. Well, um, now, okay, it seems like you're reaching a bit to call that racially motivated. Well, that's something they're trying to litigate now, right? So, <laughs> yeah. So, Amazing. And I don't you're probably familiar with the video of DeAndre Harris being beaten nearly yeah, to yeah, death yeah, by members of several different hate groups, right? So yeah. one of the guys that beat him was a TDVP member. One of them was a League of the South member. Uh, and they worked together to beat this young man nearly to death while he was lying on the ground. And so the, today they were talking about like, well, can we really say that was racially motivated? You know, can we really say? 
Can we really say? Yeah. Um, yeah, I think we can. I, mm-hmm. I think we can. Um, you know, his mother has been on podcasts since his conviction. I'm referring to Jacob Goodwin, the TWP mm-hmm. member, the man who used a TWP riot shield provided to him by Matthew Heimbach to beat this young man. Um, his mother goes on Nazi podcasts still to describe how he, how her son is a martyr for the white cause. So there's I mean, no ambiguity. I mean, but, but where are you getting racially motivated from that, Mom? Right. Like, <laughs> there's a there's a picture of her with her arm around her son. Her mm-hmm. son is like seven feet tall. He's a giant boy. She's got her arm around her large adult son, and he's wearing a T-shirt with a giant picture of George Lincoln Rockwell on it. Ah, ah, so, you love the deep cuts. <laughs> so, you know, at, at Billy Roper's Christmas party. Yeah. Um, another another Nazi. Right. So there's yeah. not a lot of ambiguity here for the average person. But so, you know, like you were saying, Emily and I wrote about jury selection. Jury selection is um, so tri- court proceedings are, generally speaking, open to the public. Anyone can go to their local courthouse and you can sit through a trial. You can sit through the voir dire process. You can see how a jury gets chosen. Yeah. You can go um, trial hopping, get wasted, you know, like, <laughs> free entertainment. As long mm-hmm. as you sit quietly, they can't make you leave. That's right. Um, it's like a but, library. It's very discouraging because the whole point is to pick jurors who've never encountered reality. You pick people who don't have any opinions, right? Because you want them to be able to be impartial. And the best way to make sure your jury is going to be impartial is to pick people who don't have any opinions. And if you don't have any opinions on whether or not it's good for Nazis to beat people in the streets, I would say that in and of itself is an opinion that you already have, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, the ability to yeah. not have an opinion about that. So the jury selection took three days because they had to go through this process of speaking to each juror individually. Usually they'll, they'll do it in batches where they ask questions of people in batches. Um, but this was so sensitive they didn't want to taint the jury pool. So they did it one by one. So it took three days. Um, and they chose jurors who didn't have opinions about the existence of racism in the United States. Okay. That seems unbiased. Again, it's this thing you keep seeing where it's like, well, we can't let people have a bias, so it has to be people who have never heard of white supremacy, which is like, well, then that's a bias in favor of white supremacy. But, of course, that's the default of the system. It's like, that's the tear, right? Like, you stick white supremacy on the scale and you tear it. But then you add awareness of white supremacy and suddenly there's weight on it, you know? It's, sorry, it's very frustrating. Yeah, no, it's, it I know was, you um... know it's frustrating. I'm, yeah, I shouldn't, was... yeah. Frustrating to sit sit through listening to them to ask people, you know, because they, they had to fill out a questionnaire ahead of time so, mm-hmm. you, so they can sort of sift through obvious no's. Um, and one of the questions was, you know, how do you feel about, you know, how concerned are you about these different kinds of prejudice? You know, prejudice against black people, prejudice against Hispanic people, prejudice against Jewish people, or prejudice against white people. And a lot of people indicated that they were very concerned about anti-white racism. Oh, good. Right? And a, a lot of jurors were were asked follow-up questions about like, well, why aren't you more concerned about anti-white racism? Why did you say you don't care about that? Well, because it's not real. Yeah, because I've never seen it in my entire life. Um, uh-huh. But, <laughs> okay. So, but yeah. we seated a jury. We did seat a jury. And there were, you know, there's always concern in a case like this that you just won't be able to get an impartial jury. But we got, it could be worse, right? It could be worse. Um. There is a guy on the jury who said that in high school he was the victim of a racially motivated attack by an, by a Samoan person um, because okay. they didn't like white people. Hmm. So, I wonder so, what that person was doing slash saying. <laughs> black people who believe that they have a right to exist without being subjected to racism, not impartial, can't be on the jury. Uh, but a white guy who says he was the victim of a hate crime <laughs> because someone didn't like Howley's jury. He's on the oh, jury. So God. God, so people talking about, like, I don't like it when folks not from my island come here and fuck shit up and make it expensive. Yeah, that's yes. anti-white yeah, racism. He was, he was living yes. in Hawaii. Incredible. Incredible. Um, <laughs> so, I, you know, it, it could be a worse jury. It could be a worse jury, but it's not ideal. Um, God, where did we go from there? It's been it's been a little bit of a blur. Um, so Cantwell and Spencer don't have lawyers. Right. Why? Well, yeah. Okay. So, oh, right. Because Cantwell can't. Cantwell is for people who aren't aware. Cantwell is representing himself. And tell, correct me if I'm wrong here, but he started by acknowledging the old saying that a person who represents themselves has a fool as a lawyer. But then said, then, "But I'm not a fool in this case." Yeah, he said, "You may have heard this, mm-hmm. but that's not true here. That's not the case here." In, and he, in unbelievable, <laughs> just and incredible. Then he said, <laughs> and he 
upset. And I didn't even stay in a Holiday Inn Express last night. Oh, my God. Really? He seriously then, made a Holiday Inn Express joke while he was on. Oh, my God. But the follow up, the follow up was, but I did stay in the Central Virginia Regional Jail. Because that is where he's staying. Yeah, right I mean, now, cause because he's he's in prison for he was sexually trans- or not for for um harassing and threatening and yeah. blackmailing another Nazi, right? Yeah, yeah. He was transported here from the federal prison in Marion, Illinois, where he is a guest until next Christmas. Um mm. So he had filed motions to exclude the fact that he's currently incarcerated, as is his right, right? Like if you are a Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I don't, I don't think that's in, bad. In a, yeah. in a you know in a criminal case or in a um in a, in a civil case it is it is your right to have the jury yes. not see you in a jumpsuit and I respect and that's that and I think perfectly that's good reasonable. I think that's important absolutely yeah um, so he went to great lengths to make sure that the jury would never see him in cuffs that the marshals wouldn't bring him in in irons that he would change before the jury arrived at the courthouse all very reasonable and no one yeah. was going to get to talk about it yeah but he brought it up in his own opening statement he told them <laughs> just, hey, just hey I'm here from prison I'm here from uh, prison. <laughs> Because By the way, I'm in prison for the other crimes I committed, but they're not related to these crimes. They're not related to these crimes, uh, except to the extent that he's unable to shut the fuck up. He's only yeah. in prison because yeah. he emailed the FBI or recording him of him doing the crime that he's in prison for. He's he's really a, a very cunning man. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think, you know, so as much as those crimes aren't relevant to this case, I think it is very relevant to his trial strategy, right? That mm-hmm. he has this belief that all the things he did that were wrong. They were right, actually. He just needs to explain to us why he did them, and then we'll understand, right? He's in prison because he tried to talk his way out of a thing that he did that was wrong by telling everyone that he did do it. Like, yes, I did it because I had to. Mm -hmm. You didn't have to make an extortionate threat to rape another man's wife in front of their children. You didn't actually have to do that. Yeah, that's really, I mean, I would, I might argue, and perhaps I'm an extremist, but there's no situation <laughs> in which you would ever have to do that. <laughs> Nobody made you email the FBI about how you did that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you did. I think uh, the so FBI <laughs> would have told you that was a bad idea. <laughs> I mean, there's some there's some snarky stuff in some of, in some of the affidavits about how like he called the Keene Police Department trying to tattletale on other people so often that they were tired of taking his calls. Unbelievable! What an amazing man! Like he's he's a piece of shit, but he is legitimately an incredible person. Like, I mean, if you wrote this, no one would believe it, right? This is no. so heavy handed. It's so goofy. Like when he was paying Elmer in guns. <laughs> yeah, his law. He paid his lawyer in guns, and then he ran out of guns, and had to. <laughs> his lawyer stopped working for him. Yeah, so he doesn't have a lawyer anymore because he ran out of guns to pawn. Although I guess he can't anymore because now he's a convicted also, felon. I gotta say, running out of guns to pawn for your lawyer—it's pretty cucked. <laughs> <laughs> he even had to sell the bucket of loose bullets he used to keep as a prop on his desk. Oh I mean, really devastating stuff. Um. That's, so he doesn't that's, have a, you're you're down to the brat you're down to the rails when you're doing that. <laughs> really the bottom of the barrel. So he's mm-hmm. proceeding pro se, which unfortunately, unfortunately for everyone involved, means he gets to talk a lot. A lot, a lot, a lot. Which means he gets sure. to cross-examine his own witnesses, right? So the first two witnesses the plaintiffs put on were two of their plaintiffs, right? Two young people who were injured in these events. The first witness they put on, uh, Natalie. It's a UVA student who had her skull fractured in the car attack. Um, she had to learn how to walk again. She had to see a neurologist to retrain her eyes to track movement. I mean, she was very badly injured. Um, and so she testified at length about the damage that was done to her because, again, this is a case about damages. So the jury needs to learn who is this person, what happened to them, what did it cost them physically, mentally, emotionally, financially, um, because what they're going to be asked to do is to put a dollar amount on it. So they had to meet her and hear about her injuries um, and hear about her motivation for being there. Um, you know, she's a young queer Latina woman. She's the first college student in her family. You know, she's a very impressive young woman and she, she was very composed on the stand um, as, as awful as the content was. Mm-hmm. Um, but then every single one of the defendants gets to cross examine her. Richard Spencer oh, gets to cross examine her. God. Christopher Cantwell gets to cross examine her. James Kalenich, who took the case, he's Kessler, D'Amigo, and Identity Europa's lawyer, James Kalenich. Mm-hmm. He's an Ohio based attorney who said on the record that he took this case with the express purpose of opposing Jewish influence. Um, great. Great. Kalenich gets to cross examine her. Um, Matt Heimbach's new lawyer, Josh Smith, who used to be the campaign spokesman for Paul Nealon. Um, he's Paul a Holocaust Nealon. denying. 
was an in- endorsed by Trump at one point in his run for Congress uh, and is also just a straight up Nazi who's repeatedly threatened to murder you. Yeah. Yeah. One time he spent all day posting pictures of a deer that he said that he named after me. He said, I named this deer Molly. You know, he spent all day stalking it, posting pictures of it, posting pictures of his gun. Um, and then he posted a picture of the deer staged like a lynching. And mm-hmm. then he spelled my name out in its entrails and posted pictures of that. So you're just like a really normal guy, Paul Nealon. Like yeah. totally, completely with it. Um, mm-hmm. the cam- his campaign spokesperson when he ran for Congress was um, the Holocaust-denying um, former Jew, uh, Josh Smith. Josh Smith was born Daniel Nussbaum. He changed his name to hide his Jewish past. Um, oh, wow. That is an old story among the Nazis. I mean, we talked about the guy who invented uh, 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 sea monkeys. But yeah, it's basically the mm. same case. And I you know like who a... else hides their identity? Oh, no. no. Oh, okay. Um, this was meant to be an ad plug. Normally, Sophie would jump in and stop me from doing oh. that. Uh don't none of these about, advertisers. None, none of, of these, these advertisers. advertisers are plaintiffs in the current case that you're covering. That's a guarantee. That is that is an absolute promise. David Duke is a, not about to sell you dick pills. No, no, no. Although he could use them. High Five Casino is a social casino with real prizes and big Vegas hits at HighFiveCasino.com. The hottest games right from Vegas and all winnings go straight to your bank account. Hundreds of exclusive games, free daily rewards, and come back to get free coins every four hours. Only at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details at HighTheNumberFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino. Father's Day is coming, a day we celebrate the guy who's always there for us to crack a dad joke. Well, you know what's not a dad joke? Getting $50 off the Bartesian Premium Cocktail Maker with the purchase of his favorite cocktail capsule pack. $50 off. No dad joke. See, this is a dad joke. I lost my glasses today, and guess who I bumped into? Everyone. But the Bartesian cocktail maker, it's no joke. Each cocktail capsule contains real fruit juices and all-natural bitters, so Dad can make over 60 premium cocktails he loves. Sidecars, old fashions, gimlets, all with the push of a button. So, for the dad who loves a cocktail with friends and a good joke from time to time, get the Bartesian premium cocktail maker. $50 off now until Father's Day. Visit B-A-R-T-E-S-I-A-N.com backslash father to get 50 off the best premium cocktail maker for dad at the best price for you. Bartesian, premium cocktails on demand. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Baseball fans, BetMGM is giving you the chance to win a prize every day during the baseball season. Step into the batter's box for BetMGM's Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. Pick an area of the strike zone and take your best swing. If you get a single, double, triple, or home run, you'll receive a prize. Smash a home run to collect a bonus bet on us. Just log into your BetMGM sports account to get started. Then visit your promotions section to access the Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. There's nothing more exciting than going yard with the king of sportsbooks. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. Must be 21 plus and present in Ohio. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards vary depending on market and expire 24 hours from issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In partnership with MGM Northfield Park. We're back. Um, All right, Molly. Sorry. Please continue. God, where were we? I got distracted thinking about David Duke trying to sell you dick pills. Yeah, Um, uh, that's not... 
good for anybody. Right. So everybody gets to cross-examine the witness. Josh Smith is Heimbach's new lawyer. Um, Kalenich used to be a lot of these guys' lawyers. And then he sort of dropped them over time as they became uncooperative. There were all these motions to withdraw. Yeah. So Kalenich slowly dropped clients over the last two years. Um, uh, he dropped Cantwell as a client because Cantwell wouldn't stop posting about hurting Roberta Kaplan. Right. Who's the lead counsel for the plaintiffs, Roberta Kaplan, famous, famous Jewish lesbian lawyer. You know, she was um, on the uh, USV uh, Windsor. The, the oh, God, I'm losing it. Absolutely losing it. No, the Supreme no, Court case great. that gave us gay marriage, right? Roberta Kaplan brought us gay marriage, essentially. Yeah. So, she, you know, famous Jewish lesbian. That is a well-known portion of her identity. And Kentwell kept posting um, anti-Semitic remarks about her. And finally, Kalenich was like, you're making it really hard to be your lawyer. And you don't pay me. <laughs> um, and Kalenich dropped uh, Heimbach as a client in 2019 because Heimbach just stopped answering his calls. Um, great. Smart and, people. Yeah. So Matt Parrott, who's Matt Heimbach's father-in-law, but also the husband of the woman that he was sleeping this complicated. There's a chart. There's a chart. Um, Matt Heimbach and Matt Parrott, um, founders of the Traditionalist Worker Party, best friends for a long time, fuck each other's wives, big problems, big problems mm-hmm. for them. Yeah, the, um, the night of wrong wives. The night of the wrong wives. So yeah. Matt Parrott was technically Matt Heimbach's father-in-law during yeah, the time sure period was. which Heimbach was fucking Parrott's wife. Um, Very classy people. Not a great situation. So they, they lost their lawyer... Um, Parrot very publicly told all traditionalist worker party members to destroy evidence. Um, so we knew that, right? That was on the record from the beginning that Matt Parrot was like, hey, everyone in TWP, if you did any crimes, delete it. Mm-hmm. Right? Delete your social media. Delete your pictures. Like, we weren't there, right? Yeah, delete and that's, all th- that's a crime. That's a crime. Yeah, that that's is a, a crime. crime. That is a crime right there. But an interesting thing that we learned today that I don't think we did know before Um. In November 2018, so they played a recording of a conversation between Matt Heimbach and Christopher Cantwell. And this was um, during examination of Heimbach. So Heimbach was on the stand um, and they're talking about like, you know, you didn't produce discovery. You said you lost your phone, this, that and the other. You know, after you beat your wife, she threw away your phone. Um, So he said, I couldn't turn over my social media accounts because my wife deleted them because we had an argument about me taking out the trash, right? Like we had this domestic dispute about the trash Mm -hmm. and she deleted all my accounts. So I couldn't turn them over. Um, Well, today we found out that he told Cantwell in 2018, so a year after the lawsuit was filed, when a lawsuit is filed against you, you have a legal obligation to not do things like this. He told Cantwell that after a conversation with his lawyer, on the advice of his lawyer, he deleted those accounts. Oh. Oh, great. So, so there's a, just a record of him criming, yeah. That's a crime? Yeah. And it's also a is... crime for his lawyer to have advised him to do that. Great. Um, again, that's there's no direct evidence who told him to do that. But we do have a recording of him saying a lawyer told him to. So that's not great. That's not is a good he, situation. Is he going to get charged with anything for that? <laughs> I am curious. You know, I'm not a lawyer, just for everyone listening. I'm not a lawyer. I didn't go yeah. to law school. I didn't even finish undergrad. I'm not a lawyer. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have listened to a lot of lawyers. And but I am I am curious what with what frequency can perjury charges be sought in a civil case, right? Yeah. Um it's still under oath. Like it is still perjury. But how common is that to be pursued? Because they're perjuring. Yeah, um, they're for sure perjuring. They're I, I mean, perjuring. They're just doing the thing the right always does, which is trust that the law will never actually come after them for their many crimes. And there's yeah, uh, there's a good chance they'll be right. God, you know, like Heimbach said, you know, when he was asked, have you ever provided security for Richard Spencer? And he said, no. And it's like, hey, well, there's like a hundred pictures of you doing mm-hmm. that at multiple events. Um, you know, they're claiming they don't know each other. Like, here's all these pictures of you guys hanging out. Um. God, where else are we? Um, yeah, I'm curious. I, I, you know, one thing that kind of, especially because of the Rittenhouse thing, and we're actually we'll be talking to Jesus, our mutual yeah. lawyer tomorrow night about or tomorrow about the Rittenhouse <laughs> thing. Um, every cool person shares the same lawyer. Uh, <laughs> 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 um, uh, but yeah, I, because of that, I'm kind of curious. What do what is your what sense do you get of this judge? 
no good judges. There's no mm-hmm. good judges. But it could be Yeah, worse, I mean, I'm not right? saying like, is yeah, but how yeah, is it? It, it you could know? be it could be a lot worse. You know, Trump appointed a shitload of federal judges pretty recently. Um, Judge Moon yeah. is 85 years old. He's a Clinton appointee. He's That's... a Clinton appointee. So it could be yeah. worse. Could be worse. Um, he's, so he's been on the bench, you know, since I was in elementary school. Um, and he's very old. And he doesn't, mm-hmm. he, he has, he's a little bit hard of hearing, but he's not stupid. Um, and there's a lot of people I think who are really frustrated with some of the things he's allowing to happen. He's, he's really allowing these, these pro se defendants, uh, to sort of run roughshod over the procedure. But, you know, like I said, before we started recording, it's really hard to apply, I get like the, the, your sense of how things are supposed to work doesn't really apply in court, right? There's a very rigid sort of outdated set of rules and procedures and they don't feel right. They don't feel logical or reasonable or Mm -hmm. fair, but there is a specific way that it works and it is hard to watch, especially if you've never seen it before. And because of the emotionally fraught nature of this, it's particularly frustrating to be, to, to, to be listening on this line and saying like, why are they allowed to do this to this witness? Well, legally, you can cross-examine your witnesses, even if you are the person who hurt them. It's not a good system, but it is how it works. Um, but he's, um, and I also think there's there's concern about appellate issues. There's concern yeah. about mistrial. And so they're really going out of their way not to give anyone any excuse to say, well, this was not fair to me. Um, they're going to say it anyway, but they, they're really letting them have a long leash in a way that feels very bad. But at the same time, I, I can kind of understand it. Yeah. Um, um, I wish they hadn't done so much Holocaust denial, like on on the yeah, record. Yeah, that would be good. Um, they they put an expert on today, who's um, Dr. Deborah Lipstadt, who's an expert in Holocaust denial, to sort of <laughs> talk about what the Holocaust is. I guess in case the jury doesn't good know. God, oh, that's bleak. Oh my, uh, that I mean, is, that's <laughs> fucking bleak. <laughs> because they chose this jury based on them never yeah. having heard of Jews, you know. My God, they cho- yeah, it's a bunch yeah. of like middle-aged people from Greene County who have never met a Jewish person. So they had to put on a professor to say, okay, when he says gas the K-words, we're talking about gas chambers, gas chambers from the Holocaust. They didn't start out with gas chambers. They started with mass shootings, but it was too messy. I mean, she was literally recounting sort of the evolution from the Einsatzgruppen, you know, shootings in the fields mm-hmm. to the to the gas chambers. Like we, we had to talk all the way through it um, because it seems unnecessary but again for the jury it might be necessary and so when yeah. asmador uh, robert you don't Ray, want to take former, anything for granted you know yeah right and you really have to sort of lay out these connections right because the idea is you have to prove a conspiracy and you have to prove the conspiracy was racially motivated um and so when asmador is the racist wizard mm-hmm. name that um robert ray uses when he writes for the daily stormer when asmador keeps saying we're gonna gas the k-words everyone knows what i mean when i say that right Yes. Yeah, yeah. okay. Um, you know, he, he keeps saying, you know, the, the plan is to gas the K-words. You know, G-T-K-R-W-N, um, gas the K-words, race war now. He keeps saying, he mm. keeps saying, he keeps saying it. And then the torch march, he pepper sprays a bunch of people, which he is currently a fugitive of justice for. Um, he's, um, he's wanted for felonies in um, Almoral County. He's missing. Um, so he says he's going to do it, then he does it, and then afterwards he's on video saying, yeah, I gassed half a dozen K-words. So you can Great. see from A to B to C, and then we have this expert saying, okay, what he's saying is a direct reference to the Holocaust. Yeah. Right? Um, it, like, he's, like you said, it's pretty open and shut. It's pretty straightforward A to B to C. Um, you know, we have these Discord leaks. Um, if you want to browse them, they're on Unicorn Riot. Um, and almost immediately after the rally, Unicorn Riot had these Discord leaks. Um, the entire server, the Charlottesville 2.0 server, where they planned this out, where they're in the Discord saying, yeah, it's going to be so great. We're going to do so much violence. We're going we're gonna to hurt people. We're going to bring shields. We're going to bring base. Really explicitly talking about the plan, making jokes about hitting people with cars. Um, now, the, the entire Discord will be admitted. Um, it, it has been authenticated. They received another copy of it via subpoena directly from Discord. It's real. It's evidence um, as much as Cantwell doesn't like that. Mm. Uh, but more than that, um, we have, you know, some first person authentication. We heard deposition testimony from Elliot Klein's ex-girlfriend, um, the woman that he was living with in 2017. Mm. So in the summer of 2017, he was living with this woman that he had just met and entered into a, a romantic relationship with. Um, 
She has since left the movement. She has a lot of regret about her involvement in that time period. And, you know, there's, people have a lot of mixed feelings about what it means to leave the movement, what it means to atone. Is it possible to redeem yourself for having been a part of something like that? Uh, we don't have to litigate that. No. But no, we do have to. Place, but yeah. Well, we do have to recognize that her testimony is damning. Yeah. I mean, this is not this is not Elliot Klein putting on a show in public. This is not Elliot Klein posturing for his friends. This is Eli at home in bed with his girlfriend talking about his fantasies of killing all the Jews. Um, and her testimony was pretty harmful. Yeah. Um, it, you some, would think. <laughs> yeah. It's not great. You know, you really, you have to wonder how the jury is taking this, right? These people who have no yeah. concept or context who for this. Who have to breathing this for years. Yeah. Hours of this woman sort of near tears talking about how her boyfriend said that he was going to put her in a breeding camp once they had the ethno state. Um, not Great. nice. No. <laughs> really not nice stuff. Um, and she also tested, you know, we, we have the messages from the Discord where people are posting memes and jokes about hitting protesters. Um, but Samantha testified that at private parties at Richard Spencer's house in the summer of 2017, these private parties with the organizers of the event – at Richard Spencer's apartment, people explicitly discussed the legality of hitting people with their cars. This is not right. random people in the Discord that Richard could say, no. oh, I don't know him. I never met him. I never posted in Discord. This is somebody sitting on your couch, Richard. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, you know, Samantha said that it, during that time period, um, Klein was – Building an army for Richard. Um, and Kessler texted Spencer something similar, right? That we're, we'll build an army, my liege. Fucking dork-ass shit. Um, but so one, one, one fun surprise from Samantha was that during that time period, Klein was, you know, planning to provide his militia in the form of Identity Europa, right? These, these street troops he was going to provide to Spencer to build the movement. But that when the time came, he always knew that he would kill Richard to take control. <laughs> These people are all such fucking it's a shame that what they actually are is deniable assets for the the most dangerous folks, you know, the fucking the fucking Bannon types. Um, right. Because if if all of the fascists were this dumb, I wouldn't be so worried. And it's hard. It's hard to walk the line between, you know, really getting a kick out of some of these moments where it is. Yeah genuinely funny right but then yeah. you remember like these people are very dangerous these mm -hmm. people are responsible for a death these people mm -hmm. it's, it's this emotional whiplash right of, of the plaintiffs getting on and saying yes my life was ruined i still have mm -hmm. nightmares i i still have to go to physical therapy and then can't well getting up there and asking heimbach if he's a federal agent yeah right <laughs> like i think so we've only seen one of the defendants on the stand so far but i have a strong feeling Cantwell is going to use every opportunity that he has his frenemies under oath to ask them if they snitched on him. Yeah. That's, that's going to be uh, pretty funny. It's going to be great. You got to laugh. Yeah. Sometimes life's too hard. The following is a high five moment from high five casino.com. Would you like a hot apple pie today? Yes, yes, yeah, I won! Woohoo! So that's a yes on the apple pie? I just went big time playing High Five Casino on my phone. Real cash prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. Yeah. So yes or no on the apple pie? Woo! <laughs> I won again! I'll take that as a yes. Drive around. Have you had your High Five moment today? Only at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino. Father's Day is coming, a day we celebrate the guy who's always there for us to crack a dad joke. Well, you know what's not a dad joke? Getting $50 off the Bartesian Premium Cocktail Maker with the purchase of his favorite cocktail capsule pack. $50 off. No dad joke. See, this is a dad joke. I lost my glasses today, and guess who I bumped into? Everyone. But the Bartesian cocktail maker, it's no joke. Each cocktail capsule contains real fruit juices and all natural bitters, so dad can make over 60 premium cocktails he loves. Sidecars, old fashions, gimlets, all with the push of a button. So for the dad who loves a cocktail with friends and a good joke from time to time, get the Bartesian premium cocktail maker. 
$50 off now until Father's Day. Visit B-A-R-T-E-S-I-A-N.com backslash father to get 50 off the best premium cocktail maker for dad at the best price for you. Bartesian, premium cocktails on demand. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more. More on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Baseball fans, BetMGM is giving you the chance to win a prize every day during the baseball season. Step into the batter's box for BetMGM's Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. Pick an area of the strike zone and take your best swing. If you get a single, double, triple, or home run, you'll receive a prize. Smash a home run to collect a bonus bet on us. Just log into your BetMGM sports account to get started. Then visit your promotions section to access the Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. There's nothing more exciting than going yard with the king of sportsbooks. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. Must be 21 plus and present in Ohio. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards vary depending on market and expire 24 hours from issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In partnership with MGM Northfield Park. But Kitwell is really using this, I think, you know, he has nothing to lose, right? This is a case about yeah. damages. He has no money for them to take. He has $30,000 in credit card debt, and his car got repossessed once he went to prison. He mm-hmm. has nothing for them to take. The only person he knows who did have anything is Ian Freeman, who's currently facing federal charges for some sort of complicated Bitcoin money laundering scam through a fake church. Um, so he doesn't even have any friends to help him. That's an interesting case, but I don't have time for it now. Um, yeah. But he, so he has nothing for them to take. He's already a felon. He can't have a gun anymore. I think he's just using this as an opportunity, as a platform to get his message out there and to harm the people he thinks harmed him. So every chance he gets, he's trying to force witnesses to dox people, right? He asked one of the plaintiffs, um, Devin Willis, another young man who was, who was injured at the torch march, um, a plaintiff in this case, he asked him, he forced him to name the names of the non-parties who were also counter-demonstrating at the statue. These people's names have not been on the record. They, you know, some the of The judge them, made him do that? Made him do that. That's fucked up. Um, and, you know, you could, if you were, I don't know, a complete baby-brained idiot, you could say, well, the, you know, that maybe there was a legal reason that he needed those names. Mm-hmm. There's not. And we know there's not because he tried to do it again today. Um, there was a non-party witness, a young woman who lived... Um, in one of the dorm rooms right by the rotunda. They're called the lawn rooms. It's a prestigious Mm. opportunity. Only super high achievers get to live in those beautiful historic lawn rooms. So she lived right near where the torch march was happening, and she heard it, and she went outside, and she looked at it. Um, She's not a party to the suit. She has no knowledge of these people or what happened. She just saw this thing happen, and she testified to that. Um, And he tried to, you know, she had made some passing remark that she'd heard from another student that, maybe there would be a thing on campus, right? That they knew about the rally the next day, but like, I don't know, maybe these guys will try and come here, just like be on your toes, right? Not anything specific. She was not, she's not an activist. She's not, she didn't know anything, right? And so he was grilled her. Tell me who told you that. Tell me who told you that. How did you know that? And he said on the record, direct quote, I want to know who infiltrated our communications. So he's trying to use this this moment where he has someone under oath to extract information about who snitched. He wants to know who infiltrated their secret communications, which is him admitting there were secret communications that weren't turned over in discovery, which wasn't smart of him to do. But he's using Mm -hmm. this process to get names of people who he can harass. And we know that's what they're doing because while he was getting these names from that other witness, you know, the names of the people at the statue, Jason Kessler, the the lead defendant, right? The, the defendant whose name is on the lawsuit, the lead organizer of the rally, is posting all this time. He's posting through it, posting through mm-hmm. it. If you had a good lawyer, he would tell you not to post through your own conspiracy trial. Um, 
So while Cantwell is extracting these names from this poor young man, Kessler's posting them. He's posting their pictures and their legal names and describing their involvement. These people who are not party to this lawsuit. And there's no way to interpret that other than as, as a vehicle for harassment. Um, yeah. So yeah. There's, I, I think there will, be, there will be collateral damage of this lawsuit, but I hope that it does um, have the intended deterrent effect, right? Um, sorry, I've been talking at length for a while, but just no, in, no, no, in, in, no. in summation, in summation, I think um, inside the courtroom, this is a case about damages, right? The judge is very clear that, like, stop talking about broader societal impact. You can't tell the jury about that. That's not relevant to this case. This, legally speaking, is a case about did this thing happen? Were these people hurt by it? What is the dollar amount of their pain? Legally speaking, that's it. But outside the courtroom, this is about deterrence, right? This is about setting yeah. a precedent that if you do this, if you plan a rally knowing that's that the people who come to your rally will hurt people because you told them that's the goal, right? Mm-hmm. Even if you are not the one who swings the stick, even if you're not the one pressing the accelerator, you are responsible and you can be held accountable. Yeah. And that is an important message. Yeah, we will, like, your life will be ruined if you participate in this shit. Mm-hmm. That even if you don't have anything for us to take, we will put a garnishment on you that will follow you to the fucking grave. Yep. Yep. And yeah. I think, yeah, that's, that's, I would agree what I think is important here. Um, Molly, I think that's, that's everything for now. We're still, how, how much longer do we have to go through this? The, uh, the, the court, whatchamajig? Well, it's scheduled for four weeks. It's been one and a half. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> and there was, there was some, some anxiety and hand-wringing about how maybe four weeks won't cut it. Yeah. Jesus. So well, I'm, I'm regretting my decision to actively <laughs> live tweet. So like I'm transcribing in real time yeah, for eight hours a day. Everything that happens. Oh, your uh, fingers. You're, are you using a laptop or are you doing it on a phone? I'm doing it on a laptop. Thank God. So because of COVID, um, no one can go into the courthouse because there's so many parties in this case and there's the plague and. No one can go into the courthouse except for there's there's a press room where 15 people who got pre-approved by a federal court can go and sit and look at a monitor. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm sitting at home. I'm comfy at home. Good. So I'm uh, using my computer. Thank God. Okay. Thank God. Yeah, that would be a nice And I was, I was disappointed. You know, I kind of wanted to see. I love to see. I love the courtroom ambiance. Mm-hmm. But I'll be honest. I'm I way less worried. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm way less worried about getting stabbed here at home. That is true. That is true. People are less likely to get stabbed at home or more likely <laughs> one of the two. Um, I don't know. Uh, tell us in the comments where you think people are most likely to get stabbed. Uh, and um, Molly, thank you so much. Thank you both for what you're doing uh, and for coming on the show. Is there anywhere the listeners can find slash support you? Uh, would you like people to mail you knives? What? Oh, mail me like, knives. Yeah, but not as a threat, <laughs> like as a fun thing. Fun knives for fun. Uh, I did get a, a, a large machete in the mail the other day, and before I saw the um, the little gift note, I was confused. <laughs> oh, good. Okay, I'm glad you're getting gift machetes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. My my friend Shep um, is a, a sheep farmer in North Carolina. Sent me a large blade. Thanks, yeah, Shep. Good. Um, no, but um, so if you're interested in reading moment by moment live transcription of um, of people screaming Holocaust denial at a federal judge. Um, you can check me out on Twitter. That's at Socialist Dog Mom. That's what happens when you make a little joke with your friends when you have five followers and, um, and then you end up using it professionally. Yeah, that's then, you, be, then you become national Dog. news repeatedly. <laughs> I don't. Then people are posting your mugshot, making fun I know, of your username. I know, Your bullshit mugshot. <laughs> you, you look great, but it's, I look a, fine. it's bullshit. Um, Nobody looks good after they get left in a hot van like a dog. Yeah, but, that's true. Well, well Molly, that's going to be <laughs> the end of the episode. So it is. Why don't we? Why don't we sing a song and 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 roll out? Hopefully not the song that uh, Heimbach included in his Christmas letter to James Fields in prison. Oh God, that must have been really special. <laughs> Ah, oh, geez, I'll have to look that up. I did come across in my um my browsing through fascist telegram the other week an entire mm-hmm. album, dozens of songs that were all Nazi covers of Blink One Eighty Two's entire discography. <laughs> everything, everything, <laughs> and they called it. Of course, they called it Blink Fourteen Eighty Eight. Like, of course they did. Of, of course, course they, they did. did. It was 
I don't I don't even know. Like I I I don't even know like how to <sighs> talk about that. It, it was just a know, thing um, that I found. Ham- do you know and, Hampton Stall, the the guy who studies malicious oh, stuff? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. He's got a particular fascination with white power rap. Oh god, yeah, it's never any good. Although there was a there is a fun in one of the uh, H Bomber guy videos, he found finds this flat earth Nazi who has a rap that's amazing. <laughs> uh, I, all right. I'm partial. I'm partial to Cantwell's diss tracks. Yeah, oh, God, Chris Cantwell. Well, thank you, Molly, and uh, off we go into the wild blue yonder. I'm going to go smoke some legal weed and fall asleep face down, hopefully not thinking about this trial. I am not going to smoke some legal weed because that's federally a crime, Molly. All right. (laughs) Have a good day, Molly. Thank you all for listening. It Could Happen Here is a production of Cool Zone Media. For more podcasts from Cool Zone Media, visit our website, coolzonemedia.com, or check us out on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can find sources for It Could Happen Here updated monthly at coolzonemedia.com slash sources. Thanks for listening. The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. I won! Yahoo! Private, put down your phone. This is the army. Sort. High Five Casino is a social casino. It's on your phone. goes wherever you go. I win free spins, cash, prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. I won again. Platoon, present cell phone. High Five. High Five. Casino. Casino. Win at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. What's up, guys? This is Sean, Lights Out Merriman, and Saturday, June 15th, Lights Out Extreme Fighting 17 returns to Casino Palma in San Diego. Get your tickets now at LightsOutXF.com, and we'll be live on Lights Out Sports TV, available on all major platforms. Doors open at 5 p.m. Pacific. You don't want to miss this one. It's going to be Lights Out. Lights Out Sports is free sports TV by athletes for fans. For details about the event and tickets, go to LightsOutXF.com. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.